Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Guys, I got a call or an email actually from a client of mine this morning. I woke up to it. First thing when I got to the office, it was one of the first emails I had. And it said, Hunter, I had a family member pass away and I need some help with uh, determining what I should do with the large substantial amount of money that they left over to me. I want to talk about paying off the home, setting up kids' college accounts, and fast-forwarding some of these financial goals that we've been talking about. And I sent him back, you know, obviously, of course, very sorry for your loss and hope the family's doing well. But what a cool thing to have happen. I mean, talk about creating a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. That's it right there when you're able to bless generations to come with all the hard work that you're putting in now and helping future family members that maybe didn't even know you. I mean, when I hear that stuff, it it just is always pretty cool because obviously that person was doing a fantastic job with their financial planning. But anyways, I hope that you guys have something fun that you're looking forward to this Labor Day weekend coming up. It's currently Tuesday, August 29th as I'm recording this episode. Hard to believe we're already almost into September. I mean, just I continually say how fast the year's going by. Shameless plug, my birthday month, the end of September coming up here. So actually booked out a trip that my girlfriend and I are going to go do a guided fly fishing day just a little bit up north of Auburn out in Redding, California on the Sacramento River up there. Uh, So I'm pretty pumped up for that. The guide seemed really awesome and he was very confident that he could get us into some big fish out there. So it should be an absolutely awesome time. I'll let you guys know if I catch any river monsters. I'm hoping a couple of them. I'm hoping we get some big ones. But anyways, into the action for today. I want to talk about managing expectations and using proper benchmarks and then how that relates to your investment journey. So it's a big topic and it's really something that's easier said than done, managing your expectations. But (laughs) really with most things that I'm working on, I really try to start with the end in mind. And it's kind of just the way that my brain works really, I think because I work with clients this way so often that I end up portraying the same exact framework that I work with them on on myself with so many different aspects of my life. And I really do honestly believe that with anything that you wanna accomplish, you're gonna be the most efficient by starting with the goal first, creating some actionable steps that you can take and then tracking your numbers in progress to see how everything's lining up. So the more and more I try to go about things this way, the more that I find out that the first ideas that I normally have are not always the best solution. But I mean, if you start out and you don't have any action steps in place and you don't have a way to keep track of it, then you're never gonna know if you need to change the course or not. So for my own life, 
there are goals that I normally set at the beginning of every single year for both personal and business things that I really wanna get done. And one of them is being in the gym and hitting some weight goals that I have. I'm trying to get up to 190 pounds, which has been a tough feat for me thus far. <laughs> I've always kind of had the super fast metabolism, lean kind of body. So putting on weight was always hard to do. And it was something that I kind of always worked on, especially with sports and everything. But now I have an app that tracks every single workout that I, workout that I do. It tells me exactly what exercises I need to do that day how much weight I lifted last time I did that exercise, what weight I should do this time, and it just keeps on pushing you so that you continue to lift heavier and heavier weights. It's not a guess on what I should be lifting that day. I already know the exact exercises, exact reps, exact weights, everything that I need to be doing in order to improve. Then there's an app that I use to help count calories and make sure that that part is efficient and that I'm eating the right foods. And I do wanna understand better how to count macros at some point and do all that sort of stuff probably make the process even more efficient, but I have not quite ventured down that path that deep yet. So truthfully, I'm, I am pretty disciplined on getting in there and eating good and doing all these things, but I haven't improved quite at the rate that I want to, at least with this specific goal currently. And there are some people in the gym that are a heck of a lot stronger than myself, and they lift a lot more weight than I do. And it's easy to start thinking, gosh, dang it, I need to work harder and eat more and ramp everything up and get a move on. I'm way behind these people. But I got to remind myself, I'm not on the same journey as that other person. I should not be comparing to myself to what they're doing. And I just got to remember the ice cube metaphor, right? If you put an ice cube in a room that's 33 degrees, it's actually melting. You're not going to notice. You're not going to see it, but it is melting. So the goal is just to turn the temperature up from 33 to 34, then to 35, one degree per day. Then all of a sudden you hit a point where the ice is melting really, really quickly and there are serious changes being made. But if you would not have turned the knob just from 32 degrees to 33, then nothing would have ever happened. I can't expect to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in the next month. Gotta stick to my own personal benchmarks and goals that I've set for myself in order to be the most successful. Okay, so how does that relate to your personal portfolio? Every person that I talk to about their finances they're on their own journey, turning up the metaphorical heat one degree at a time that looks way different for every single person. But even though everybody's on their own journey, a lot of times people talk about their investments as if it's a zero sum gain, meaning that if I don't get this X return that I heard my friend got or the S&P got or the Dow got this year, then my year was a failure. So that benchmark that people are using, whether it's the Dow, the NASDAQ, S&P, whatever, I hear a lot of people just say that general statement all the time. I should be getting X return that that certain index got. And in my mind, that just comes from a lack of an understanding of what that person is wanting to accomplish and how their individual investment lineup fits with their overall plan. Now granted, for some people, maybe the Dow or the S&P or the NASDAQ is a good benchmark. I'm not saying that it's not for everybody, but there are certain people that are investing in a manner that they are not comparing their performance apples to apples with what those indexes are doing. It's just not a fair comparison. So again, if I got mad every single time I saw the strongest dude in the gym and, and I was upset with myself that I didn't lift as much as him, there's no way I would ever be content. If I want to accomplish being the strongest dude in the gym, I should probably stop being an advisor, focus my entire life on training and eating, and then probably after years and years of work, I might get up closer to that category, but I'd have to change my entire life to accomplish that. I don't have the same goal as that person. So same thing if I have a 38-year-old client that makes $400,000 a year and they're in complete full growth mode, 
they should not expect to get the same return as another client that's 74 living off of their investments and in preservation mode. But still, you know, a lot of times I'll hear those same two people saying, well, the S&P did X amount or QQQ did X amount and they're both comparing their progress to the same exact benchmark when they're on completely different journeys. Yes, having a benchmark, it's very, very important. You have to have something to track how you're doing, but having the right benchmark is even more important. If you have a portfolio that's 40% bonds, you're not going to beat or keep up with the S&P 500 that is 100% stocks, especially on an up year. It's just not gonna happen. You cannot expect it to happen. And consequently, you cannot be upset when it doesn't happen for you. Because with that sort of a model, we're working to preserve your wealth more than we are trying to get huge returns, but it all comes full circle back to having an understanding of what you're even working for. Because if we have that information, I can easily show you how much you should be putting away, what types of accounts, what types of investments, what kind of returns we need to get in order to accomplish the goals that you have for yourself. We can reverse engineer that for you and I can give you that plan. But again, if you go to the gym and you only watch the strongest guy in there and compare yourself to that, yeah, you're going to be very discouraged. And if you invest your money in a manner to provide you income and then you only watch the NASDAQ on a daily basis, you're going to feel very, very discouraged as well. So. Moral of the story here, if you really understand why you are investing in a certain way and how that fits into your specific financial plan, then you can have a benchmark that truly compares apples to apples with what you're doing and that will make sure you're on track. That's a fantastic thing to have. And that's how you're gonna be the most efficient in building your wealth long term without constantly changing to chase the shiny object. Comparing yourself to yourself rather than comparing yourself to others is a lot easier said than done. But I'm telling you not falling for that trap it gives you the best chance of success. So if I can ever help out, I would love for you to go to hunterlowry.com. You can book a one-on-one discovery call with myself. We'll talk a little bit about your financial goals, the journey that you're on, and make sure that your investments are set up to help you reach those goals that you have for yourself. All right, everybody, I hope that was helpful. Again, enjoy the Labor Day weekend, and it's a great day to have a great day, everybody. Take care.